in the ground. February 26th. Um, what year? It's, it's, you know, it's probably, probably this year. Brett, come on, man. You got to remember February 26th. You said you'd never forget. It's the day that lives in infamy. I remember February 26th of 2019 as the day that my heart got ripped out of my chest in San Francisco and left there. And I'll tell you why. I was very torn there were suddenly rumors and then postings and other confirmations that somebody had come in and taken my beloved cask, San Francisco cask, out of the ground, right? This is your cask now. It's my cask. And so I, I took it personally. Now, I was very, um, I was torn because I felt really happy that somebody had finally gotten a, another cask because it's been 15 years right? 2004 was the last one, 2003. Um, yet I also felt like, because I just moved back here from Florida, I felt like, okay, Brett's back in town and I'm going to come, I'm going to come, uh, I'm going to get this cast. I'm here. I'm going to get some, uh, get some friends, get some shovels. We're going to bring it out. And then suddenly, you know, I had only been here for a couple of months and, and, um, somebody gets it right. Um, so a little bit of uh, bittersweet to the maximum, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not- top it off man it was somebody that wasn't even working on the puzzle like he just came in five minutes boom it's done nobody i knew uh i don't i'm not on q4t all that much but um you know i I hear that that person has been on there for a while but like you know uh really that person isn't active anywhere that i had seen all that much and i think he i think he first posted in like october of last year so he was and he had only posted like four or five times so he's still pretty yeah yeah as opposed to Matt, like Matt's been working on this thing since 1792. He's been working on it forever and he can't, he's pulling it, pulling the, pulling the four hairs that he has left out. And this one French dude just comes over. It is done. <laughs> right. Now, uh, that being the case, I've never thought it was at the Legion of Honor. So, you know, I was like, okay, so it's in Golden Gate Park. That Okay. So I thought that right now here's the other thing man when i got back here in um i want to say it was uh sometime in december i uh i went and met up with my friend uh anthony jassad and he and i went and did a tour of four or five different spots where we thought it might be and i swear we stood at the uh verdi statue and looked at that pole that those children seem to be holding or whatever they are cupids or something and looked at the ground under the the end of that pole and and we go it wouldn't wouldn't it be hilarious if it were right here and we took a picture of each other laughed and we moved on to some other thing right so not only did somebody come into our town from somewhere else that we don't even know who it is total shock and awe but also they pulled it out of the ground at the place we were standing on top of and i tell you we were very very shocked yeah man see this is why i always preach dig every stupid idea that you've got because if you had dug that stupid idea you too could have found a fake play-doh cask giant (laughs) chinese letter on top of it dude i'll take a fake one i'll take a real one it didn't matter so let's talk about how what were you doing when the third cask got unearthed well, I think before we do that, I think before we do that, we should tell people who the who the hell we're talking about. All right? okay. So we're talking about a dude. Uh, his real name is, is Dr. Gerald Gay. He's an immunologist, immuno, immunologist, immunologist, from yes, okay. from France. He is an MD. You sure about that? He makes a point of saying that many, many times. And and uh, I, I don't know that I can 
introduce him well enough. So I'm just going to read you his introductory post from Quest for Treasure. This was on October 12th. He said, hi, everybody. I am very happy to join these hunts. By the way, I still wonder why the title of the book, A Treasure Hunt. As for me, there are 12 hunts in one book. I would like, if I may, to introduce me shortly. (laughs) I happen to have found 37 armchair treasure hunts written by more than 25 authors since 1985 in France and Great Britain. I just dig puzzles and holes. I don't want to swagger about it. It's just information. I earned more than 440,000 US dollars until now. My pseudo in France is also Meteor, and it comes from the discovery of the first organized treasure hunt in my country after deciphering the riddles of a book which is titled Phil Meteor. My father was American. He unfortunately died in 1973. That's why my English is better than other Frenchmen, lol. I'm looking for the secret for about two months. It may look a short time, but I don't need a lot of hours sleeping. I've read most of what was published for years, and you know what? It's very useful to read what others published yet. My opinion is that a lot of pairs made with the images and verses are wrong. Believe me or not, but I think I've solved New York 100%. Unfortunately, the zone can't be approached due to some months, according to works nearby the final spot. The spot in New Orleans is solved in my mind close to 99%, but I'm afraid Hurricane Katrina could have changed very important clues. About Montreal, I was surprised it took so long for the searchers to find the change in the image of JJP, the switch of the fur de lis with, who knows, except me again, lol. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I discovered 100% sure the meaning of the drawing with X and so-called runes. Unfortunately, it disappeared a few years ago and it'll be hard to find now. I'm afraid the spot matching with all the clues is forever lost of works on it. One can never be sure of his or her solutions until the cask is digged out. But as for me again, the easiest quest was the one in North Carolina. If one choose the good verse, I never had to look to any other location except in Florida. I discovered Elliot founds far from what had been published just because once more of a wrong verse matching with the image to make it brief again, I'm really happy to look after these hunts because in France, we have only one hunt undiscovered for the moment, only for more than 25 years, ridiculous compared with the secret and called on the way to the golden owl. I still hope to find it, but it's a really hard job. I'm sure that our ways, I mean, European versus us of searching the puzzles are definitely different, probably according to our DNA or how we've been formatted at school. I forgot to tell you that I'm an MD not a mental deficient, LOL, and a PhD at the Medical University of Angiers, France. I have been invited yesterday to a convention that will take place in San Francisco around March 2019. This is why I will start looking for that one ASAP. To be frank, I don't agree with a lot of the solutions proposed yet, even if the chosen part looks great. Maybe too much indeed. Having done myself some treasure hunts as an author, I can tell you that red herrings are a must be placed if you don't want a very fast discovery. If I may help, I am sorry not to tell everybody all that I found until now. But keep in mind, these verses are not in the right order. And knowing the history of European countries is very useful. And Mr. PB was well informed about it, obviously. Last hints tonight. Yes, it is five in my country. Do you know what can mean sound? And have you heard about Lorelai? <gasps> That's all, folks. I wish everybody happy hunt. See you soon. <laughs> the thing that you should remember more than anything from that super long, really, really well worded English post is number one. Well, his, his father is uh, American, so you need to remember yeah. that he's LOL much better at the English. His grammar is amazing. He's an MD, not a mental deficient. Okay. And he referred to Byron as Mr. PB. Okay. Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, Got it. Mr. Peanut Butter. So that's that's who he is. Who he is is Dr. Gerald Gay. Um, he supposedly, though I really can't find, uh, he supposedly found 35 or whatever uh different treasures right but the only references to any of those that i can find and i've looked a god awful amount it's basically him telling other people that he found 35 treasure hunts 
Yeah. Right. He repeats this on French message boards and, and newspapers that he made $400,000 or whatever, and has found 35 hunts, but I can't find any of the actual hunts that he's found. He's got, he's got, he's got like fake press releases, like um, complimenting himself on being the top, you know, treasure hunter in France or something like what's weird is they're not exactly, not exactly like fake press releases. He's in actual French magazines. Like he's been on TV for solving all these hunts, but, I can't find any like record of him actually solving them. I can only find, I can only find him saying, look, I solved this many hunts. Well, which ones? And like, what are the prizes? Who made them? What kind of hunts are there? Look at my golden owl. So now let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, George, because remember, we thought this dude was legit. So when the whole thing came out, and the and we got you know and I'll I won't talk about the parks email or the Golden Gate Parks email yet, but so all of this sounds you know funny to us now, but going back to to uh, about a month ago when this whole thing happened, I was like, holy crap! Some European you know international man of mystique came in and unearthed my cask and i keep saying my it's certainly not mine but you do see what i'm saying like we so now in retrospect we can laugh and this is hilarious but like back then we (laughs) this all completely could have been legit and here's my question for you did in in when this guy posted did you see it on q4t yeah i did it was in the clues in the book thread and him and I think it was Golden Gate, like Golden Gate's weird, man. He He's one of the only new people that sort of every new interesting thing that's happened with the secret has yeah. centered around Golden Gate. It's super weird. Like, he found the Japanese things. He was yeah. the one that was talking to gay. Like it's weird. Yeah. He's, he's money. Yeah. Yeah. Befriend Golden Gate. Just trust. Yeah. Me. So yeah, I was in the thread and, and this dude was really mad. Right. He was because nobody believed him. And I like other I like learning about treasure hunts. Right. Not just the secret. And I had sort of a vague knowledge of the Golden Owl. I watched a documentary about it and read a couple of things. I sort of knew who this guy was. I had his name was in the back of my mind. I didn't know a whole lot about him, but I did know that. So the, the Golden Owl treasure hunt is a super complicated treasure hunt in France. Well, I say it's super complicated. I've never really looked at it. And judging by how well this dude works on puzzles, it might be really ridiculously easy. Uh, but it's it's supposedly it's a super complicated treasure hunt in France, right? And the author of it died as well, I believe. But before he died, he used to go and check the spot that he buried the golden owl. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he used to keep up with solves and stuff. Before he died, he said that several people have gotten close. The closest person was Gerald Gay, was a meteor. So Hmm. there is a little bit of a pedigree where meteor was, according to the, the author of The Golden Owl, the closest to solving that hunt before the author died. So when when he said who he was, when he said, I'm Gerald Gay from The Golden Owl, I gave him the benefit of a doubt and I posted that. I was like, Hey, wait, I've heard of you. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you the benefit of a doubt. You just need to sort of prove yourself a little bit. Like you need to give us a little more information other than this broken English. Hey, I pulled something up out of the ground. Okay. So Dr. Gay sets the groundwork for what seems to be like a long con now, but in retrospect, we all thought, man, this, this guy's cool. Dude, he was legit. Like when it first, when it was happening, he was legit. I, I think my first response to him was, Hey, wait, I'm, uh, I'm giving you the benefit of a doubt. We're just going to check on it. Like if you're, you know, he said he was flying back to France. He was going to take a few days or whatever before he released any information. So I made a post. I was like, that's, that's fine. We'll just call the parks department in the morning. And that was the plan. Right. It, his response was call the parks department 
here is the name of the ranger who was with me when I dug it up. It's genius. Right. It was it was crazy. February 26th, Meteor announces a find. This is by Meteor, 7.55 p.m. I'm going to assume, is that Eastern? I don't know. Eastern time. All right, Eastern time. Okay. Well, I am very happy to tell you that a new cask had been dug out, dig out on February 25th at 9.55 a.m. somewhere in the USA under the look of a park guard ranger. I am very tired because of jet lag and a lot of turbulences with the plane flying back to Europe when it was nearly impossible to sleep. You will have detailed news and pictures to come next weekend. I hope so. There are nine other casks to find. Please be patient for a few days until I give you all details. I just want to tell you all my contempt, disdain, and scorn to a so-called hunter who had hard words about me and said he has a lot of IQ. I don't remember that. A silly guy anyway. Happy hunting to all of you. Meteor and Devin and Caspius, who are in the team of finders. So he's got a team here, apparently. Okay. Uh, I am sorry, but so tired. I just announced that on last Monday morning, I dug out uh, the cask of Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. The riddles were not that difficult, but with a lot of red herrings that when you go out of the right way, it is hard to find the right trail. Another trap was to read the informations of another website without checking if it was wrong or not. I myself tried three times to become a help to the PB Price site and never had any response as I only wanted to help hunters. What a pity. I am fed up with losers doubting everything for so many years. All right. So we got a team now, right? We've got a cast of characters. You need to know who these people are. So we've got Meteor and we've already we already know that's that's Dr. Gay from France. Uh and he describes his team Caspius. Caspius is a French blogger for the Golden Owl. He's got a pretty prominent blog called Le Blog de Chassure. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it, but whatever. We'll, we'll put a link to it in the in the description below. So who Caspius is, is he is a pretty prominent uh, Golden Owl French blogger who has, uh, you know, just before, um, just before Meteor decided he wanted to come uh, dig up this cask in... in San Francisco, uh, Caspius started writing about the secret on his blog. Uh, so we've got we got an archive of that on our website. We'll 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 put a link in the description as well. And then Devin, uh, I don't really know much about Devin. Devin, there's not much information about Devin online. Uh, I know Devin is uh, attending a meeting with Caspius and with Meteor uh, shortly after the find, but but we'll get to that later. So this like made sense. It, like a lot of a lot of the find, a lot of people who are like, "Hey guys, I dug this up and whatever, and I'm waiting for a TV deal." They don't make sense, right? This one did. We knew he was going to be in San Francisco. We knew what he are. He had announced what date he was going to be in San Francisco, and that lined up. February 25th lined right up with that. Yeah, he said he dug at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. We know that you can only dig in Golden Gate Park in certain hours. Right. And that's the correct hour. He's got inside info. Perfect. We know that he, he was under the, the watch of a park ranger, which you have to be in San Francisco. Right. So this led me to say to him, that's cool. We'll call the park. Right. We'll just call and we'll verify all this with the park. So he followed that up by saying the park ranger with me at the time is Stanley. Give as many calls as you want since the very first time I discovered in 1986. Maybe you were not born yet. There have been losers who could not afford it. Still the same old story. This dude is super humble and very kind. So humble. So awesome. <laughs> uh, So I couldn't wait, man. I couldn't wait. That night, uh, Parks Department's got an off hours um, phone, uh, like a phone line. And it's, what, nine o'clock Eastern time. So it was about five or six on West coast, whatever. So yeah. I called off hours. Right. And I got a park ranger and I was like, Hey man, um, I know you, this is, this is going to sound stupid to you, but you know, I host a podcast about this treasure hunt in golden gate park. Do you know anything about the treasure hunt? And the park ranger was like, I didn't think the calls would start this early. Wow. And I was like, what, 
I was like, what are you, <laughs> what are you oh, talking about? <laughs> I know. And, uh, uh, I asked him, I was like, this guy said, uh, he dug something up and he was like, you know, I don't have any information. You're, you're going to need to call in the morning. You're going to need to call back and talk to the PR department. And I was like, Oh, Oh shit. <laughs> I'm already getting forwarded to PR. Something happened, something happened. And I couldn't sleep that night. I, I, we, I went on uh, Facebook, the, the podcast group's got like a little private sort of work group. I went on there and I told them what happened. I don't think anybody could sleep that night. I woke up like eight o'clock in the morning, went to call the parks department, remembered they're four hours ahead of me. I had to wait until like noon. But by that time, I mean, all hell had broken loose. Uh, other people checked in with the parks, right? Didn't Matt call? Matt had called a couple of his friends mm-hmm. who work in the parks department who said that something was dug up. Yeah. Who said that, but right. they were being very vague. They like were. I called, I called and talked to, I think I, I might've actually been the first person to call and directly talk directly to, to the director of the parks department. And he was in 2020 hindsight, he was being um, like, he knew something was wrong. Yeah. He, he was being very vague. He was being, he was, we're trying to verify everything. Right. Uh, we're trying to make sure everything's correct. Uh, the PR department is working on verifying that this is the correct cask. Right. He's, he, he's like, someone did dig something up on that date. It was a box. There was a ranger present. I asked if I could speak to Stanley and he was like, no. Stanley's a celebrity now. That's why. Yeah. Stanley's, he's probably going to be on TV. Um, <laughs> So uh, he wouldn't confirm what it was, but he kept saying, yeah, something was dug up, but we're trying to verify what it is. And then everyone in the podcast team went nuts calling every single person that they know right. that works in the parks department and they were getting shut down. We didn't get an answer about anything. So the only news that was going out was guys, something was found. That scared me more than anything the the radio silence and then i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you i i saw an email that came that, that came in and said yes there was something that was unearthed and i got tears in my eyes i'm not gonna lie oh dude matt made a post on facebook like congratulations seem to be in order for dr gerald gay that that was it that was it was that was the nail in the coffin like right it was dude i went out and i i, I went out and bought alcohol like <laughs> it was like we've got to we've got to celebrate one's been found yes well what i did is i got immediately got tears in my eyes because i thought you know shoot when there's this much confirmation going on this thing is unearthed you know and i, I was happy and sad all at the same time you know like i was telling you before and um i turned to my wife and uh she saw me like watery eyed like something had gone wrong with me and um i'm like baby, the San Francisco cask is gone, you know, or it's, it's been found. And she looked at me and just like <laughs> the look on her face and that, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a good moment and it was a bad moment all at the same time. And um, good. Cause she's like, you can finally stop talking about this. Thing. Oh yeah. She, she, no, because <laughs> now I got to go find other ones that are going to cost us a lot of money to go find. Yeah. Now you got to go back to Florida. Yeah, exactly. So we're moving back to Florida, baby. So, you know, that, I remember that moment. I remember seeing this confirmations and um, that was tough. The first moment that we knew something might be up was shortly after that post was made, though. Shortly after Matt got sort of confirmation that something was dug up shortly before or shortly after he put something on Facebook, I got a message from Matt like, hey, get together every single picture that you have of the known casks, the tribute cask, the Chicago cask, the Cleveland casks, send them to the parks director at San Francisco. They're trying to confirm this thing. Smart. So, so I did a long time ago, Brian, uh, Brian Zen cataloged every single piece that he has from his cask. So we've got super, super detailed pictures of every single little piece that, that, you know, Matt's used to put together like a jigsaw puzzle of the cask. Like we, so, and we had super good pictures of, of the Chicago cast that, that JM took when he, when he met with uh, Rob. Mm-hmm. And then we've got an untold amount of pictures of the, uh, of the tribute cast. And since they're all the exact same, 
threw them all in a file, sent them to the parks director. We know what they look like. Um, yeah. There's no real question about it. We, in general, pretty much know it should fit in the, in this type of box, right? Right, right. So then there was more radio silence. We didn't know what was going on. Now we know that during that time, um, as soon as they got the pictures of the of the actual cast, they knew that that something was wrong. They had pictures. The Parks Department had pictures of, of gay uh, that were taken shortly after the dig. They had pictures of the box, but they didn't have what was in the box. And they emailed Gerald um, and asked him officially for pictures of the of the cask. So Gerald sent them pictures of the cask. As soon as they had those pictures side by side, they knew something mm-hmm. was wrong. So let's talk a little bit about what was in those photos, the photos that Gerald sent the park. Uh, The photos that Gerald sent to the park were of a white container. Uh, It was just a a, a square kind of box with a lid on top of the the cask where you normally have uh, the lady coming out of the water with the strange alligator dragon thing uh, was a a giant Chinese character uh, that represents like sky or, or heaven, something like that. Wrapping around the box was a sort of crudely done dragon with um, the, the, the box had little stones that had faces carved into them, um, almost like you would you would see in a uh, like a garden or, you, you know, those stones that, that people hide now, like it's a trend to hide stones in a park with like writing or with shapes or whatever on them and you find them and you hide them somewhere else. And it's like a game. Uh, it was almost like that. It was like little decorative decorative um mass-produced stones with with faces and with like a sun and there was like a a little glass like uh like a glass aquarium sort of stone um it was really really crudely done and the thing that was odd about it which which gets back to gerald calling byron mr pb is that the cask was signed it had a signature on it right it, it and it wasn't signed Joellen Trilling. It wasn't signed JJP. It was signed in the style of JJP's initials, like his signature where he just does JJ and P, but it said PB. Um, so as soon as they had those pictures, they knew something was wrong with that cast. They needed, I mean, they can't just say, you know, something's because they don't, you know, they don't, they don't know the facts behind the, the puzzle. So they needed a little bit of confirmation. So they emailed uh, Joel and Trilling. Joel and Trilling uh, made the original cask, right? So all the casks were molded off of one cask. Um, I'm assuming everybody knows how ceramics work, but they were molded off of one cask and then poured copies were made. So they're all the exact same off of this one original cask. So they emailed Joel and Trilling pictures of the, uh, of the cask that, that Gay sent them pictures of. And she's like, I don't, I don't know what this is. I've never seen this before. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen this before. Uh, somehow they got to JJP. I assume Parks Department sent him to JJP. Um, and JJP, Kit said the words out of his father's mouth were, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, that's the words that were out of all of our yeah. mouths. Um, they got back to JM and JM threw them online. Like, look, this is fake. This is what Gay says he pulled out of the ground. So we knew right like at that point, that was it. He didn't actually find it. So then the hunt was on for, well, why lie about it? Exactly. So we tried to figure that right. out. Um, the Parks Department, I don't know if those pictures weren't supposed to go public because technically the Parks Department didn't own them. Or if the Parks Department was just so inundated with people messaging and calling them that they really did shut up. They stopped responding to everybody's emails. They stopped answering questions over the phone. Um, Matt and I, we just, we sent out one last email and we just gave up. So I'm going to ask you a a, a question. Um, We saw pictures of the cast. The early news was that it came out from the poll from underneath the pole of the Verity statue, okay? But then um, the pictures came in of this guy, 
like at, a, at, at the falls at uh, Huntington Falls. What's that all about? So when the parks department shut up, I figured the best thing to do is to file a freedom of information act request, just request everything involved with this every bit of communication that's been back and forth in the parks department to the parks department from the parks department all the pictures the the dig logs the dig permit file a request and get it all i mean you can do that it's legal the government is 100 percent used to getting freedom of information act requests so i did that and it took a couple of days for them to get all the information together gave me a big file and in the file were a couple of pictures of gerald with his new cask and those those pictures raised a couple of questions number one he said he dug at the verity statue the dig permit was for the verity statue but the pictures of him holding the cast were at huntington falls which is a fairly good distance away and we don't have a whole lot of we don't really know the reason for that uh I, and the parks department kind of shut up so we can't really ask them um my only guess is when you're in France and you're looking at Google Maps of Golden Gate Park, um, his dig permit says near the Verity statue. And near is kind of a relative word. Like when you're working on the Golden Owl hunt, near could mean 10 miles away. You know, it depends on the area you're searching. So within one park, you don't really have, I mean, you, you've got a distance key, but you don't really have a good frame of reference for how close things are. Maybe he just thought Huntington Falls was near it. Maybe he changed his idea when he got there and Parks was like, well, you came from France. You might as yeah. well just go where you want. Who knows? Maybe he just wanted to take the picture near Huntington Falls because it was pretty. We don't know. We know that the hole was at the Verity statue. We wanted to know where he had dug. So Matt sent his daughter out to the park with a camera. Uh, I guess she works near there. And she found the exact spot that he had dug. And it was at the base of, uh, so the Verity statue, it's a big statue with a giant pole on it. And this little baby taking a big step up the statue and giant poles at a diagonal. And at the end where the giant pole ends, that's where the hole was. Right. So we know somebody dug there and I assume it was gay, but I don't really know. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, he's got pictures of himself digging at Huntington Falls. I mean, it's clear as day, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that was this time. He sent me an, the, the, the closest thing we've got is he sent me an email that said it was a couple of feet away from Ver, the Verity statue, which lines up with the picture that Matt took. But why are you taking pictures? Right. Of yeah. Falls, and then? you would it's it's like the guy has never been here. I like those are so far away. Those are yeah. not even football fields away. Those are those are really far. Um, here's what I think happened, George. And you you feel free to to differ with me, but I think some guy, for some reason, set us up on a long con that started back in October, and I I think there's there's a reason for it. I think. Maybe he's leveraging this for something. Maybe there he thinks there's some money or fame behind this or something like that. But I think that he's he set up he set this whole story up. And I and I doubt some of the I doubt some of the the stories that he's got of things that he's he's done in France. Uh, but came in, decided what he was going to do, started it in in October slow rolled it out said he was going to a thing in san francisco in march may or may i don't even know if that's him or not but um i think the pictures look like him but um yeah oh no it's him that's okay. been verified a couple of times that is 100 percent. okay Dr. all right well so this guy this doctor has nothing better to do than fake people out well he's got his reasons so in between in between um the park shutting up and us getting the the freedom of information act files uh i just started going to um to french message boards to, to golden owl message boards in the same way uh dr gay decided to use google translate to talk to us i use google translate to talk to the french and i learned a couple of things there's one um there's one message board that's actually in english that has that it's uh it's a, i think it's a british person that follows the golden owl and a couple of other hunts so if you're if you're curious about the golden owl check out check out her site 
Um, and then there's like a there's like an official uh, Golden Owl forum that was set up by the guy who started the hunt. Um, I found out a couple of things publicly when you start talking about Gerald Gay, uh, people are very um, not reverent, but people are respectful. And maybe it's just French French people are generally respectful. I don't know. Uh, but most of them said things like, you know, Dr. Gerald Gay is very smart. Dr. Gerald Gay has solved many treasure hunts. They call him Meteor. They don't know him by Gay, but they know him by a screen named Meteor. It's like, Meteor is very smart. Meteor solved a bunch of hunts. If Meteor says he did this, you know, you should, you should believe him. But privately, people started emailing me and were showing me old articles where this isn't the first time this has come up with Meteor. There's been a couple of hunts. There was one, the Golden Owl in particular. Um, now, I don't, I don't speak French, so I'm probably getting yeah. some of the details of this wrong. But there was uh, some sort of fake that was that was going on with the with the Golden Owl, um, where they found out because I, I, I don't know, Meteor was involved in some sort of fake with that. He's been involved in a couple of hunts where he's gotten either gotten information from other people and then given it to others to solve hunts or, you know, he's stolen information. And there's been a couple of, there's just a lot of questions privately behind some of his finds. So publicly people were like, you should believe this guy privately. People were like, you know, maybe, hmm. maybe question yeah. it a little bit. And then one person flat out said meteor had to leave because they're meeting. He's, he's meeting a guy named Caspius and another treasure hunter whose name I don't remember in France because they're going to film a TV show. And what the, what they postulated was um, meteor had set all of this up because a certain TV show wanted to find one of these things. And he was like, Oh, I, I can give them to you. And it would lead into another show. Um, and Caspius, the guy that he was working with, is working on a treasure hunting sort of series in, in France. And that this would lead to validity and, and promotion for that treasure hunting series, which would allow him to get that off the ground. So the evidence sort of points to that, that we're going to use this as a jumping off point to start a treasure hunting show. So he's got motive. He's got means. Yeah. And speaking of means, man, do you know how much this has to cut? Like, that you know jm said and it's true this wasn't a very re well researched fake you know these casts look nothing like this but it's not a juvenile attempt like this required some skill you gotta you either have to know how to use some sort of ceramic know how to carve it know how to fire it know how to mold it and paint it know how to you know inlay stupid stones that look like they're from the 1960s you got to know how to do that you've got it like the lid the underside of the lid with the clock that was legit you gotta you gotta pay a painter to paint that like i couldn't paint it okay let's talk about that though the only thing that looked decently you know and it, it actually looked really good the other side of the lid looked great it had the right time on it right it was supposed to say six six o'clock but the rest of it come on I think what happened was he thought he was going to pull this out of the ground, flip it into a bag, and nobody was going to even bother with it. And he was just going to claim, yeah, I, I have got this thing, you know? I don't think he thought anybody was going to take uh, pictures of it. And they, and they did. And thank God they did, because otherwise we would probably all be thinking still that he has the San Francisco cask. So there's two running theories on that. Number one. The parks department did say that he got this thing up and then wouldn't let anybody take pictures of it. Right. He got it up. He took the initial picture. He put it in his bag and he dipped out. He just left. He flew back to France. Um, so one theory is he didn't think he'd have to show anybody, right? Like he's got the park saying that they dug something up. It doesn't exactly understand how the park service works in golden gate and how important this is to the park service. So he didn't think they'd follow up with anything. He just has official word that something was dug up and, uh, you know, right. he's gone. He doesn't have to show it to anybody else. Yeah. And so the park service demands pictures and then he sends them. Cause he thinks, you know, they want pictures. They're not the public. They're not going to release exactly. them to the public. So just send them these pictures. Uh, second theory is that 
he said in his quest for treasure post that he couldn't get access to any of the other sites like quest for treasure was the only place he could get access to mainly due to the language barrier and quest for treasure as much of a wealth of information as it is it's really really hard to find stuff there right he wouldn't have been able to find all of brian's cask pieces because they're not on quest for treasure right really the only picture he would be able to find is is, is the chicago cask um and unless you sit and you read thousands of pages of quest for treasure you're not gonna really i mean you you you're not really going to know that they're all the same. If you're going to go to that extent to actually create something from ceramic or whatever that was, you're going to find what it was supposed to look like. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, the language barrier is a big thing. You know, I mean, I've spent weeks now on the Golden Owl forums and the language barriers so great that i couldn't tell you really the first thing about that treasure hunt i know but the guy has an american father he can't somehow figure out or supposedly and his english is better than other people lol well his his english is google translate man it's that's obvious he's not typing in english and anything any emails that i sent him where the english was different from the google because when i sent him an email i took english and I translated it with Google Translate into French. And I set the English on top, the Google Translate at the bottom. And if if anything ever needed to be changed, I just changed the French. I didn't change the English. He never responded to any differences in English, ever. He never noticed when the when the the the, the paragraphs were didn't match. So does he speak English? Maybe in the way that I speak French, in that I took French in high school and I remember three words. But uh, I don't know, man. I really think that the language barrier is so great that, I mean, uh, sitting there reading quests for treasure, reading thousands of pages is boring enough. Imagine Google translating all of them. Seriously, George, you're going to fly all the way over here and perpetrate this thing and long con us. Well, I mean, he's got pictures of, of Rob's cask, right? So he knows that the clock's important because he's got a really good picture of that. And the, the few easy to find Cleveland uh, pictures have the clock as well, at least a little bit of it. They show illustrations of the clock. They show the paint underneath. So, you know, that's important. But Brian's cask is so broken that you don't know, you don't know what it looked like. And the tribute stuff at that point in time, back in October, that wasn't on Quest for Treasure. So he didn't have pictures of that. I guess. I guess. It, it all seems very well done and horribly done all at the same time i mean i can't explain it man if you're gonna spend all the money to fly down here to bury something then fly back home then fly back to dig it up in addition to paying whoever to make it i i don't know let's take a big step back okay well first of all has it been has the san francisco cask been found in your opinion no okay mine neither what would motivate somebody to do something like this. So I'm going to say it's either his ego, because like I said, the, he says he's humble. He says he's humble like four times in the same posts where he's like, I saw 38 treasure hunts and yeah. you guys are all idiots. And I made $440,000. When you say you're humble 15 times, you're yeah. not humble. You're right. not humble. Right. So I'm going with a mix between ego and money. Like yeah. if you, if you're planning on making a treasure hunt show, like in France, what better way to jumpstart it than to find the oldest, the oldest known uh, armchair treasure hunt in America on a whim. And the people in France aren't going to know the details, you know, you can just show up with the ceramic thing and say, this is what it was. The people of France are going to believe you. So the dude is definitely a doctor, right? We know that he's definitely yeah. got money so he can mess around and do stuff like this. We've, we've all got these similar interests. Hey, I get it. If I had gazillions of dollars and I was an immunologist or whatever the heck he is. And I was like, I had this treasure hunting like background, you know, I would definitely be into finding I mean, this is one of the big ones, right? The secrets, if not number one, I mean, you know, what's, what's more bold and, and well, there's Forrest Fenn, right? There's Forrest Fenn, but you can't, 
Yeah. You can't you can't uh, fake that. So let's say, you know, for shits and giggles, the forest fun the forest fen treasure is real. Because I don't think either of us believe it's real. Uh, I I am not. I'm on the fence. I'm okay. on the fence. So I'm I'm sort of I'm sort of seventy five twenty five. Yeah. Um. So let's say just just for shits and giggles, it's absolutely real. Somebody came over here and brought a little wooden box with a bunch of gold painted shit in it and said, "I found the forest fen uh, treasure chest. All it would take is some old guy to walk out to where he buried it and be like, no, you didn't." This is it. This is the the secret is the only one that we know of where there's nobody really alive that can verify where exactly they were buried. We think. So if you we, we think. think. Yeah. You know, probably. Yeah. So possibly. if you go out and you say I dug in Golden Gate Park and I dug up this plexiglass box and Golden Gate Park says, Yeah, he did, and you don't release pictures of it, people have no choice but to believe you. Right. And maybe he didn't realize how, I mean, from Matt to JM to all of these other people who are connected directly with the creators, maybe not BP, but everybody else, that within like three hours, we could find out that, you know, the parks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you're an American, you don't know that you can fill out a Freedom of Information Act request. You don't know that that's public information. There was an army of people going, oh my God, if this is real, this is legit, and this is super awesome, but if it's not real, I'm going to be fucking pissed. You know, like, let's get to the bottom of this thing. And the the guy was found out in a couple of hours, you know, or, or, or a handful of hours, and it's kind of- Oh, well, it's less than a day, yeah. I'm going to agree with you. This guy is doing something like he's trying to get some TV shows started because he thinks he's this international man of wonder, getting some treasure hunting show started in France or whatever the hell he's doing. Uh, he didn't find it. He pulled a long con on us. He either buried something there or just pulled it out of his bag when he was there. He got some pictures whenever he tr- he thought he could um, um trick golden gate parks you know and basically thought he could take off there was turbulence and you know make these excuses and and talk yeah. about why he could and, and basically he, he defrauded us and and uh you know shame on him but you know whatever it was kind of an adventure for a little while and i gotta tell you i got kind of a little kick out of it so before we wrap up this whole uh conversation about k there's a couple of things that you should know and number one is he has already threatened to sue me. Like point blank. He threatened to sue me over all of this. Uh, he threatened to sue me for releasing his pictures. He threatened to sue me for releasing his dig request. Uh, he threatened to sue me for releasing all of his information. And until I pointed out that it's all public record and it's on the parks department after I filled out the form, like you can go to the parks department website right now get all of his information because it's public record. And then he told me, you know, he's an MD, not a lawyer. He didn't know that. So he was sorry. But one of the first emails that he sent to me after all of this was, I'm going to sue you. That's the kind of person that this dude is. So I just think what I'll do is I'll say in the beginning of all of this, that everything we say here is alleged. Like we don't, we don't know the whole story. So it's, you can't take all of this as fact, right? You just can't because he won't tell us the story. So we don't know everything. So I guess this whole podcast is just sort of allegedly. Allegedly. This is what we think. Yeah. I mean, this is what is, this is the only thing we can find out. This is what he's left us to know. He brought, he, he's the one that brought the parks into it. And when you bring the books into it, I mean, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you one other, one other option just at the very end, right? This dude lived in France, flew all the way over here. He knew he was coming for months. He, he, he said months Mm -hmm. ago that he was coming, right? So he knew the exact date he was going to be there. It's possible he was set up and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Uh, uh, not too long ago, one of the French bloggers 
of the golden owl was doing a little bit of research on this as well and he was taking all of all of gerald's gay solve and going back and finding out if it was anyone else's solve and this french blogger found gerald gay's exact solve from november 2nd before gerald gay started talking about where he was digging he found it posted on the q4t forum so it's highly possible that this that that either gerald gay uh took this dude's solve like this dude posted this solve and buried a fake cask or whatever you know just to fuck with people and gerald gay fell for it took this guy's solve and dug up a fake cask it's possible gerald gay was set up it's unlikely but it's possible if he thinks he's so good at all this stuff he'll never admit that he was set up right and they're still pushing now they're pushing that the casks are different you know like the the guy caspius the guy that he's working with it's got a french blog and now all he's trying to do is prove that all the casks are different oh god yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that open-ended man it's possibly was set up but you know without without him coming out and at least telling a story we'll never know Evidence doesn't point to it, but it's possible. Well, unless the people, if he did get defrauded and the people that defrauded him tell him or tell, tell us, then possibly. Yeah. Um, I, I think this guy came in to, tr- for some reason, tried to, tried to pull off some big scam, didn't realize how smart this community is and got got worked quickly that's my that's my opinion but there are other scenarios i'm sure at play that that could have happened and 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 that's fine you know for me i'm 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 cool with knowing that the san francisco cask is firmly in the ground and i'm gonna i'm gonna um i'm gonna try to find it uh one thing i can guarantee is he did have a TV show. It was lined up for a TV show okay. because the show that he was working with uh, is like, uh, so imagine you got MTV, you got MTV America, you got MTV Europe, you got MTV Mexico, whatever, right? This show is mainly American, but it also has sort of a French counterpart. And he was working with the French counterpart. Um, when the rumor came in that he was working with him, I just, I know, I know a dude with the English version of it, right? The, the American version of it. Yeah. So I sent him an email and he's like, you know, um, I don't know much about what's going on in France. And he's like, but I'll find out. He's like, but I, I got this guy's contact information. We've worked with him in the past and I know there's something coming up in the future. And when the fake thing came out, that thing that was coming up in the future was dead. It was done. So when he was sort of, when that fake picture came out, when Joe Allen Trelling was like, that's not what I made, his deal was over. Done. That's Done. it. Nail in the coffin. I'm not going to tell anybody what to believe on this. I'm going to leave it up to you guys. I noticed uh, shortly after we found out that the cast was fake, um, comments and posts started getting removed and edited from Meteor's account. So what I did was I took an archive of everything. I got all of his posts from Quest for Treasure, all of Caspius's um, blog posts, all of the emails that Gay sent me, um, all of the comments on Caspius posts. Uh, the the other French forum never gets edited, so that's safe. But I took all of the information, including all of the information from the Parks Department, the Freedom of Information Act request, and put it all on the website. And if you want to check it out and make your own, make up your own mind, you can go to GeraldGay.com. Speaking of the website, uh, we've had some pretty big donors. Dude, we had a, we had a crazy amount of donors. I, I, I didn't know how much people were interested in a tiny little Japanese book. Um, yeah. So we did a, we did a little charity drive, right? We, we wanted to buy some, um, some, uh, like memorial 
memorial plaques or whatever whatever we could get for byron and a couple of parks and then donate to to parks specifically um uh, fort raleigh and the fountain of youth because they have been damaged so much during the shutdown um so we auctioned off a, a japanese book raised a boatload of money um i did this this i gotta give it up for this uh for this community they're really really generous um, yeah all right so it was run one by carolyn ewan uh we sent it out um she got her book she's happy uh we're gonna be doing another one um i bought a i bought a black i bought an original i bought a, a 1980 like an original first edition of the book for for cool. a friend of mine for christmas um you know, some things happen. I wasn't able to give it to him. So we're going to auction that off. That's great. And it, you know, I got to tell you, it couldn't have gone to a better person. I know it's totally random, but um, I'm familiar with Caroline and her husband, uh, Nick. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think it might be Kenock or something like that, but um, they're super into it. They try to solve stuff. They're very collaborative. They're just cool people. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I'm told uh, told Brett that the the uh, the tribute hunt is very very close to being solved. Word on the grapevine is, if you've got an idea, dig that idea quick. Yes. All right. So you're not you're not wrong, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out <clears throat> on a limb here. And I'm going to say, I think that the tribute cask will be unearthed within the next six weeks. And I'm going to tell you why. I know both an individual and several other people independently have not only found the city that it's in, but found the location in a general sense with a bunch of image confirmers and a walk, a lot of the verse solved. Maybe a couple pieces of it aren't solved, but um, they're pretty close. And I'm going to tell you that I know for a fact that there are multiple people who are probably within, I would say, 100 to 200 square feet of where the tribute cask is located. They are not making it public, and I don't blame them, and I can't really weigh in or say anything more about it. Um, somebody uh, previously, probably about a month ago, sent me some information and it looks really solid george so i am pretty sure that this thing is going to get dug up pretty quickly so neither one of us obviously know exactly where this treasure is right I we, we just don't know I don't, I don't even know what city i don't know what state i don't know anything i don't think you do either right mm -hmm. um but two people i do what, know what i do what, know john didn't tell you no <laughs> all like right hold on. no i i i no i i know i know city i know state i know park i know all that stuff sorry i'm going off script here wait okay so this isn't gonna you actually know oh yeah well no i don't know the exact location but i know pretty much where it's at did do you know because john said yes they're right uh, I know because I independently confirmed uh, from both groups. Like I didn't share one person's thing to the other person. Okay. So what I'm getting at is that two people that absolutely know where this thing is, is John and Kit. And neither of them have told you that they're right. Oh, um, no, I'm not okay. talking to either of them. Okay. So I'm, you don't know. <laughs> no. Here, here's where I'm going with this. Okay. I don't I don't know the city, I don't know the state, I don't know the area of the country. It could be in Arizona, it could be in New York, it could be in Maine, I don't know. And you're kind of in the same boat. We're we're not JM, we're not Kit. We don't know where this is. Yeah. But one single person and then one group of people independent of each other have come to the exact same park in the yeah. exact same town. 
Yes. In the exact same state, right? Like, so they've come to the exact same place using, you know, fairly well, the exact same, uh, information is what you're telling me the exact same song yeah the logic and the and the reason that they got there no they got there by different routes um but when once they found what they found they unequivocally knew where like what city it was in and then just started working from there and and both both know maybe they maybe they know the exact dig spot i don't know um, and they haven't shared it with me, but I know that they that they've gotten very they've gotten very close. So this is like a race between one dude and then a group of people at this point. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Unless, listen, somebody might already have it in their hand. I don't know. You know, like there there may be other people that have found the spot and went and secretly dug it up and aren't just aren't sharing it with us openly. Although the community is pretty pretty open with stuff, but um, what I can tell you is that ind- independently, like I, I pretty much know where it is. I have to recuse myself of speaking about it, actually, and um, because like all of the stuff that I've seen is a hundred percent legit, and uh, I'm so, a pretty skeptical person. So, so what so, you're, you're what you're basically saying right now is you're Josh Cornell. This is solved, and I can't tell you anything about it. It's whatever. It's solved. You just have to believe me. I what I'm telling you is not exactly that. What I'm <laughs> you is not solved, um, but it's pretty damn close, my friend. All right, all right. I'm telling you that like people better get their shit together because uh, it it is it's like I said it's gonna get it's gonna get dug up uh shortly does it have anything to do with wolves scary wolves are not part of it what about orbs and vectors i imagine there's going to be geometry involved there is a little bit of geometry there seriously (laughs) i haven't seen any geometry i'm i'm kidding i can't say anything nobody should listen to what i'm saying and and listen if you if if you out there and you, you think it's in a place where you think it is and you you <clears throat> I would say go dig it now. Stop worrying about it and stop hemming and hawing and waiting for people to confirm that yeah, that looks like the stairhead or that looks like the building. If you really think that you've got it and you're you're motivated to go like get a shovel and do it find somebody there in the in the location or just go do it yourself because um it's it's all over but the shouting is in 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 my camp so all right so you know well and um what i've seen george by the way is it's as awesome and super cool and totally fascinating and amazing as you might think it would be by uh jm and kit and uh those dudes uh, have done an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, you know, they just got some, <laughs> they've got some really smart people now that, you know, have different things uh, at their disposal that are nipping at their heels. So, you nice. know, I, pretty close. I think it's pretty cool. close. Well, the yeah. gauntlet has been thrown down. If you think Whoa. it's in Arizona or Texas or Milwaukee or wherever, go dig your spot, man. Cause somebody might be on your heels. Go dig your spot. Stop talking about it. Well, no, definitely talk about it. But yeah, talk about it, please. In fact, the, the quiet people speak up, man. Yeah, I want to know. I don't know. I, like this is the this is it's awesome to me because this is the first time in the secret where there's been like big news and I have I have no idea what's going on. Like I'm I'm not involved and it's awesome to hear about it. I wish I could tell you. I'm sworn to secrecy, but I can tell you. I can tell you one thing, and you know, take this for what you think it is. And I've been. This has been told to me by JM himself and by other people involved with this thing, uh, the, the, the seniority of the hunt, if you will. Don't treat it as a scavenger hunt. Do not keep just looking for little things that might line up and then, and then go and try to find other things that look like other things because you found that one. This is a puzzle. This is a very difficult puzzle. This is not a scavenger hunt. 
You're not going to find one little thing and go, oh my God, it all fits here. And this is kind of what I think is going on. Like approach it as you would approach the secret and all these puzzles and take a big step back. Stop listening. Um, No, don't stop listening, but stop believing for sure what everybody is saying. Take a step back from the conventional wisdom and think about it like a puzzle and you'll be a lot better off and you might get to where these other people are. That's my, my advice. And I tell you, George, knowing the things that I know now and watching the way that these dudes set this whole thing up, which is pretty awesome. Um, it has changed my whole perception on, on the secret itself. I, I will tell you that. And, and I, it has made me take a big step back on uh, the, the common beliefs, the conventional wisdom, and really think about like, I'm just going to get way, I'm, I'm just going to take a huge step back and I'm going to approach this thing like I, I know nothing. You know, so it's it's been, um, it, w- which I don't know anything, but, by the way, but uh, I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry for pontificating. Yeah. I really, um, I'm, I'm impressed by what these guys have done. And I'm also impressed by um, the fact that people have actually pretty much located it because I think they're getting pretty close. And those are big words. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. That's been another episode of The Secret Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next time where we talk about something, you know, hopefully a little less shitty. I'm drinking. Nice.